Hello, everybody. This is Jen with Bright Families. Today, I'm recapping a couple of interesting podcasts I listened to recently about muscle building and maintenance, especially as we get older, and also about bone density and kind of challenging ourselves physically. So the takeaways from the muscle building podcast were particularly about what amount of protein it takes to signal our bodies to maintain or build muscle. Now, when we're kids, we have a lot of hormones and teens. We have a lot of hormones that are driving muscle building almost no matter what we eat. But when we get older and we have fewer hormones, then the quality of the protein and the signals we're giving, such as resistance training, become a lot more important. It's not going to happen automatically, as you've probably noticed if you've watched your muscle mass decline after you get into your 30s. And so this researcher, Don Lehman, described how you need to hit a minimum of 30 grams of protein and ideally 40 to 45 grams of protein in your first and your last meal of the day. Now, the first meal of the day, you're trying to hit that threshold to signal your body that there's not only enough protein to have the amino acids to run the body systems, which is where a bunch of your protein goes anyway, and enough amino acids for the brain, you need to show your body there's plenty of protein, plenty of protein out there, not just enough to survive, enough that it can spare protein for muscle growth, not just maintenance and repair of all your other body systems. So based on his research, If you eat small amounts of protein throughout the day, you can have steady blood sugar, your liver will be happy, your brain will be happy, but you aren't sending a signal that will easily allow your muscle to develop because you do need to hit this threshold where your body realizes there is a surplus. Now, lunch is not so critical based on all the studies that have been done so far, but having a dinner with Again, that same threshold, 30, at least 30, ideally 40 to 45 grams of protein, is going to signal your body that there's plenty in the environment. Now, this was really reassuring as a mom because I really don't have an appetite for three enormous protein meals every single day. I'm just not active enough. But I can definitely eat a big protein breakfast and some kind of big protein-ish dinner. Now, for myself, I'm not hungry enough to eat 30 or more grams of protein at 6 in the morning, like when I was in my 20s. So now, the way I would apply this is to have tea or coffee or whatever for the first hour or two until I actually feel hungry enough to eat a big meal, and then I can get at least close to that 30-gram threshold. And this researcher, Don Lehman, also emphasized high quality protein. Vegetable protein doesn't add up as fast in terms of the essential amino acids. And also a fair bit of it is tied up with fiber and so you don't really absorb it. So when you're counting your 30 grams, you definitely want to go for 30 grams of high quality protein. So obviously leftovers from the night before or meat, eggs, you know, fish, whatever breakfast foods you like to eat. Now, you could actually digest more protein than 
40 to 45 grams. So if you happen to eat 100 grams of protein, you will digest it. But your muscles can work with about 60 grams. So if you happen to have a super high protein meal, that's going to work. Now, for many women, if they hit a protein threshold like this, it almost doesn't matter what you're doing with the rest of your diet because protein is so filling that for many people, getting enough protein will mean that they automatically eat better amounts of carbohydrates and fats. But you can always kind of monitor that if you want. One key thing for women that I'll just note, even though it wasn't a particular part of this podcast, is that routinely restricting carbohydrates for a long time will tend to dampen a woman's thyroid. And so if you are eating protein in this way, and then you're combining it with some resistance training, a little bit of weightlifting or gardening or lifting things around your house, and you're building muscle, you will probably have some days that you're hungrier for carbs than others. And many researchers in the field of female metabolism recommend one or two carb loads a week, even if generally speaking, you're trying to be low to moderate about your carbs. And in many cases, people time that with their exercise or with their cycle. So just to be aware, I don't time it super precisely. I kind of go with when I feel that I want a bunch of carbs, and then I try to load with healthy carbs. I'm not very systematic. That's about as systematic as I've gotten to be at this point, and that seems to work fine. So hopefully this is a quick summary of some tips. I've been doing this. I do feel that it's been quickly adding to my muscle more quickly than just how I was eating before where the protein was more distributed. And I just have kind of a very simple snack kind of lunch. If I'm hungry, I'm often, I may or may not be hungry in the middle of the day and then maybe an early dinner. The other aspect of this is of course what you're doing to stimulate your muscles in terms of activity. As a mom, you're probably moving stuff all the time. It would be great to get to the gym or get to your little weight set in your garage for one session a week where you're really kind of pushing yourself. But just remember that your everyday life already has a lot of lifting of children and groceries and things that you're putting away on high shelves and climbing up and down on chairs and ladders and, you know, any gardening you're doing, all of these are weight-bearing exercise. You're bearing weight that's beyond your own, and you're bearing it in different positions. So that's very strong stimulus to your leg bones and your spine, which are two of the key areas that we measure bone density. So maybe that's just some reassurance that what you're already doing, maybe you could do a little more of that. Maybe you could put your kids on your shoulders, be super fun for the toddler, and develop your bone mass. And you probably already have a fair bit of lifting in your life. So my guess is that for many of the busy moms I know, that the missing piece is more of the protein signaling than the activity. That's not to say don't try to, you know, do a little extra, do some squats around the house, do a little bit of some push-ups or anything that can give a little bit of extra muscle building, but you're already probably doing a fair bit. So I hope this is helpful.
and you can enjoy a nice big protein breakfast to overcome that kind of muscle loss that tends to happen as we age. Take care.